17. And we are live with another edition of SEC Tavern Talk. And I'm joined by my co-host, Rob McNew. Rob, what's going on, my man? Football, man. What Fo- else? Football is back. That is right. And, and I'm uh, ready. I'm also ready to take on West this weekend, you know, take down his Blazers. And since you mentioned Wes, we're going to say hi to Wes, uh, who's joining us again, um, taking over this uh, this podcast. Uh, Mr. West West Mewborn, what's going on? That's right. One of these days, I'll be an official co-host. But until then, go Blazers, roll tide. <laughs> go Blazers, roll tide. You got to get that all in there. In that order. In that order, yeah. Okay. And a special guest we have on the show. We've had him on here before, Mr. Calvin Harris. What's up, Calvin? Harris, it's Howard, you. Calvin Howard, yes, Calvin, Calvin Howard. Howard. You better get it right, my brother. You better get it right. That's right. Uh, my name is Calvin Howard. Uh, I'm an Aggies fan, and I'm a well-known Bama hater. Yes, I said it. That's right. That's right. You're also a Houston Cougar fan, right? So, so what? Rob, Rob, yeah, Rob, I know you telling you telling on people. I know it was you. We you had this conversation. And you, and look that's, here, that was look. me. Wait, wait, both of y'all, wait, you, well, okay, let me explain. I, I, I graduated from University of Texas. Hey, man, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. See, what yeah. happened man, was... I simply asked a question, and then JB read the comments. <laughs> I did not tell you, I did not... Say, y'all, y'all, y'all tag teaming me. What's <laughs> <laughs> Tag team back again. All right, uh, so, <laughs> Rob... What is on tap tonight? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to keep it simple tonight. I'm going to do some recaps and then uh, some previews and then some picks. But we're going to throw a little. I know everybody's missed it. We got, we're got we back with some Calvin's Krusty Corner tonight. Uh, but we'll get to that. Not quite yet. <laughs> I'm saving my energy. I'm saving my energy. Yes, sir. Uh, Wes, you want to um, give us that pointless recap of the beatdown? <laughs> hey, hey, don't say pointless, man, because there were um, a lot of points. There were, there were <laughs> a and, lot of uh, points. Not, that, that, not the use of the word that I meant, but all right. <laughs> I, know, I know. Well, similar to uh, Derek King's uh, quote that went viral before the Bama game, he was right in that it was not close. But that's about <laughs> all that was right about that quote. Um, I, I, I really liked how we looked. I uh, hate to see Allen go out for the season, but um, for as many new offensive components as we had to click like we did uh, from from start to finish, there was no no uh, delay. Uh, we came out the gate, and Bryce Young looked superb. Uh, Jameis Williams uh, from uh, Ohio State. Uh, Jameson, sorry, Jameson. Uh, dude was blazing fast. Love it. Um, looking forward to uh, Florida in a couple weeks after our tune-up against Mercer this week. All right. JB, you want to tell us about that, uh, whatever that start was against Rice? <laughs> but you, you're talking about the tale of two halves. This is what you're talking about. Um, well, um <laughs> It was interesting because um, we started off 
very, very terribly. Our offense could not get going at all. Um, our defense somehow kept us in the game. We went into halftime only down three for some ridiculous reason because we could not get anything going. We, we scored a touchdown, I think, on the first drive, and after that it was just nothing. Um, but then we came out in the second half and we outscored them 31-7. to So um, we covered the spread and did what we were supposed to do, but, we gosh, we took forever to start doing it. Like, <laughs> it just was – so yeah i I don't know i I mean i call it a lot of these guys are starting for the first time kj jefferson's the first time starting quarterback um or i think he might have started one game last year but he was that was due to injury um this first time he was the guy and he just looked horrible in the first half other than that you know touchdown run that he made (laughs) But, I mean, he just could not find anybody. And nobody could catch the ball either. Like, there were several drop passes. And, my gosh, the penalties. I think we had 10 penalties in the first half for, like, over 100 yards. It was awful. Um, but we got it together, and we did the job in the in the second half in 138-17 against Rice, of all people. But, anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. We crapped the bed, but we still somehow uh, – uh, beat the spread, so whatever. <laughs> hey, it's a Sam Pittman W. That's all that matters, man. It's exactly. exactly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Calvin, sir, you want to break down the A&M game for us? Well, there's not really much to break down. A&M, you know, they beat down Kent State. It was a uh, 41-10, to you know. Um, this was more like a practice, you know. Kent State was more like Bishop Sycamore, you know. It wasn't <laughs> even, it wasn't even a matchup. Uh, our new quarterback King he threw for two almost two ninety two touchdowns. He did have three ints. That's not top. That's that's a little bit weary, but I can live with that. You know, um, rushing yards we ran good. We do good. We just it was just overall overall good beat down. That's all it was. And now we just got to get ready for the season. So what you're saying is Kent State didn't exist for that game. They did not exist. They wasn't there. It was it was as if they should have played a scrimmage. So now well, they got Bishop Sycamore doesn't exist either. So yeah, well, Kent State they they did not exist on that Saturday night. It was a beatdown. So well, we just moving on, and now the next opponent is Colorado, which is a classic Big Twelve. Man, it, it makes me feel like I'm back in I'm back in 2005 again. Seeing A&M Colorado in the Big Twelve. Y'all don't know nothing about that, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be good. We 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 got a couple. Of, we got Arkansas coming up in a couple of weeks. Bama, whatever. So 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 you know it, it was a good win. Good start. You know, good good times. All I know is the best team out there is East Tennessee State. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least Vandy made them look like the best team out there. <laughs> anyway, Rob, what about you, man? What about your your uh, Battle of the Clash of the Defensive Titans. Well, before I break down this game, I just want to say congratulations to Cam Newton on his uh, joining Bishop Sycamore. It's a (laughs) big-time deal for him. Got back on his feet there. (laughs) No. um, Scam Newton. Couldn't resist that. Yeah, couldn't resist that. Cam Burglar. (laughs) Well, what can I say other than we had a Battle of the Defensive Titans. There's not much else to say. There was very little offense, although 
I did think it was funny how everyone was quick to say that neither had any offense. I mean, Georgia still rushed for over 100 yards, which, you know, is not a great day, especially given, you know, Georgia's rushing game. But uh, against that defense, against that, you know, front seven, I'll take that. Um, and we, uh, they had 72 inches of rushing yards. Crimson did. Just uh, that's that's two yards, folks. They could not move the ball. <laughs> so it just sounds better when you say 72 inches. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you can say what you want about our offense. I, I don't really care at this point. Uh, we beat Clemson. And Kirby Smart is the winningest coach against top ten opponents of all time at Georgia. Um, <laughs> JB thinks he's funny in the chat. <laughs> all right. Um, that's, that's about all we, we have for that game. Hey, they did have a pretty um, efficient passing game, though. Like, they completed 22 out of 30. Like, so they they, they didn't do horribly in the air. Um, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The ball was moved. It was just all short plays from both teams. So, neither team played, like, poorly on offense. They just didn't get in the end zone. Yeah. You just, know? they couldn't do anything. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. You're talking about two of the best defenses in the country going up against each other. Like, it's okay. Yeah. We'll just take out our frustrations on you know UAB this week. So, but but I think Georgia showed a lot of heart, and they showed that there was a there was, there was a different team because I think in the past, um, Georgia didn't had these type of games that did not come through and win. I think this showed that even though they deep they, they often were struggling, they showed that. We still got grit and we still got toughness, and they and they showed it because they they because they they harassed DJ. They they treated him bad. I mean, that defense, like 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 Rob said, that defense just kept coming after them, come, coming after them, and and like I, like I said, they showed a lot of toughness, showed a lot of grit. Um, I I, I think they often will come around as the season goes on. I think again, Clemson had a good defense, but overall, this was a great tough win for Georgia. Hey man, yeah. the old Georgia would have lost that game, like hands down. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, here's the thing: we got we got plenty of time to get our offense going. Mm-hmm. I mean, we go to UAB next week, and then we got South Carolina. Um, I like Shane Beamer, but I mean, his first year, they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna do that well. Um, I think we can do do just fine against them. Um, and then I think we got Vandy or something. Which, I mean, shoot, if we don't score sixty on them, then. <laughs> but uh, so I, I, we got plenty of time to figure that out um, before we play the back half of our schedule with Florida and Kentucky and some of the teams that actually will uh, put a defense on us again. So I'm not really that worried about it. Um, we'll figure it out. All I can say is I think this may be the best defense that Curry Smart has had and maybe the best defense of my lifetime. Maybe one of the best defenses there ever has been, you know, if they continue to play the way they're playing. So, 
Uh, now I realize it's just week one, but you know we we did stop a good team there. So. All right, all right. Uh, it, it was a. I think that's all with the recaps. We can go through uh-huh. the scores now because there was like you know seventeen games that we had to go over. It's actually wrong. We, there, there was only sixteen. Can we talk games. about how bad uh, LSU was? Oh no, I've got that. I got that. Covered. <laughs> I got that covered. All right, I, I, I got <laughs> patience, Grass. You, you got it. <laughs> patience, finger. Oh, yeah, we'll go through them real quick. Uh, the Louisville Ole Miss game is still going on, but right now Ole Miss is up 29-3 uh, with six minutes left in the third quarter. I think that's going to be a runaway game. Um, Louisville is not good. And Ole Miss is serviceable. Um, yeah, Like we said, Arkansas beat Rice 38-17. Missouri beat uh, Central Michigan 34-24. Did not cover the spread. Uh, Kentucky stomped UL Monroe uh, 45 to 10. Alabama beat down on Miami, uh, the the convicts uh, 44 to 13. And uh, <laughs> Mississippi State squeaked by and got a win versus the Louisiana Tech, the mighty Louisiana Tech. I don't even know Bulldogs. I think they are. Um, but yeah, 35 35 to 34 against Louisiana Tech. I need to remind y'all that. It was Louisiana Tech that they barely beat. Anyway, uh, South Carolina beats the pants off of Eastern Illinois, 46 to nothing. Uh, Auburn beats Acorn, uh, 60 to 10. And yes, I know how to pronounce Akron. Uh, Florida beat uh, FAU, 35 to 14, and they did not cover the 23 and a half point spread. Rob called that, I think. Um, like we said, Georgia. Gosh, we're in the enterprise now. Georgia beat Clemson ten to three. Texas A&M beat Kent State forty-one to ten. The mighty, whatever they are, of East Tennessee State University beats Vanderbilt twenty-three to three. Vanderbilt paid them a half a million dollars to come to Nashville and beat the crap out of them. That makes me happy. <laughs> That is embarrassing. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Uh, so anyway, uh, LSU gets beat by UCLA, thirty-eight to twenty-seven. Um, yeah, that was a game that all three of us called last week. Um, that was not an upset in our mind. It was an upset to everybody else in the country, apparently. But no, that was not an upset at all. Uh, and then Tennessee actually handled themselves well against Bowling Green, but they did not cover the spread. So that's good. I, I think we called that as well. At least I did because yes. I, I hate Tennessee. Anyway, uh, so what's next on the agenda, Rob? Let's, let's do it. Let's get crusty. All right. Hold on. Let me get rid of it. sounds get disgusting, rid of. my friend. <laughs> Oh, oh, tough! It's gonna get nasty, not in a sexual way. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm ready to roast some. I'm ready to roast somebody. I'm, 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 I'm ready. So, so, are, are we? Are y'all ready? Oh yes. Well, let, let, let me let me drink my pina colada. Okay, all right. First of all, let, let me go off on Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. What you did was an abomination. The Vanderbilt University, the football program, will not inherit the kingdom of God for they fooling on Saturday. I know it's controversial, but I got to say it. You paid this team from East, East Tennessee. I don't even know where East Tennessee is located. You paid him half a million dollars to lose by 20. Now, I can, see, I can sit here and say 
It's one thing if you lost by five, if you lost by 10. We lost by 20 points. That is a travesty. That's an abomination. That is terrible. You are a part of the SEC. You are part of the elite college football football a conference. You are you are part of a conference that everybody wanna be. I mean look at Texas wanna join, Oklahoma wanna join, everybody wanna join the SEC. You are part of this elite establishment and you got the audacity to lose by twenty points against Tennessee. You ought to be you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You this is an abomination. And like I said, they will not hear the human guy for their foolery. I, I, I fool it. How dare how dare you lose these 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 I don't even know who they are. I, it, it's just it is. This is just a travesty. This is something wrong, and y'all to be ashamed of yourself. You have embarrassed the SEC to to levels that we have never seen. And y'all supposed to be a smart school. Y'all supposed to be a smart school. So how you how you so smart but lose by twenty points? This is a travesty. This is a travesty. And then you and then you fired a. Let, let me not go there because I don't want to offend people. But um, but then you fired Derek Mason, and this is what this is what you came back with. This is a travesty. Y'all to be ashamed of yourself, and y'all need to y'all need to do something. This, this, this is not gonna cut it. This is not gonna cut it. This is not going to cut it at all. This is this is a shame for me. Now, now, now I'm done with this. Now let me get to LSU. LSU. Let me let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, y'all, here's why y'all work on my nerve. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't like Alabama. I'm tired of seeing Alabama. I'm tired of seeing that crimson red. I'm tired of seeing that uh, Alabama age walking around on ESPN. I'm just tired of seeing all of that. And LSU. You are expected to be that team to stop all that fooling. You bring in all these recruits. You bring in air. You bring all the top talent. You look at uh, you look. You are in Louisiana, which has a bunch of talent, and you mean to tell me that y'all are so inconsistent that y'all y'all allow some fooling like y'all did on Saturday night? Now let me tell you why I'm not. I'm mad at y'all in this year. I'm not mad because y'all lost. Because I understand if you lose it, it is what it is. But let me let me, let me tell you a uh, Russian stat. One team had 200, 210 yards rushing. Another team had 49 yards rushing. Guess which team had a 210 yards rushing? Guess, just guess. UCLA. Exactly, UCLA. So, you, so you telling me you as a powerful SEC program, you took your behind out to the West Coast and get embarrassed like that national television. You had 49 rushing yards. That is, hold on. <coughs> that is unacceptable. That is an abomination. You are part of the SEC. You are part of you are part of the elite of an elite conference, and you come out there and you pull that. This is this is some foolery. This is some embarrassment. I I I cannot believe LSU. I cannot believe LSU that you did this. I am tired of this LSU. Y'all are supposed to be y'all are supposed to be the team that's supposed to compete every year against Alabama. Look, I'm tired of seeing Alabama. I'm tired of seeing them on ESPN. I'm tired of seeing uh, Nick Saban just stroll up stroll up and down down the field like he know everything. I'm tired of it. Y'all are supposed to be that team. Y'all supposed to be that team. And y'all can't do it. It's a travesty. I'm tired of it. So LSU, Vanderbilt, y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves. And Vanderbilt, like I said, you will not be here to keep them. You will not him you will not go to heaven for your cooler, all right? And LSU, I understand you lost, but you cannot run the ball forty nine you cannot run about forty nine yards. That is a travesty. Y'all got all these recruits. Y'all got all these recruits in Louisiana, Texas, Florida. You got all that talent. You can tell me you ran for forty nine yards. That is embarrassing. That is a shameless and look at this is trash. Now I understand about the Hurricane Ida, I understand all that stuff. But still you don't go out to the West Coast and get and get beat like that. I mean, I watched the game. The the it, it was I, there was one point where I saw one of their best defensive players just sliding on the field like like he was dancing or something. 
it was a travesty. It, it was a travesty, and it, it, it was a disappointment. Now, again, y'all need to stop this and get yourself together. You are part of the SEC. You are part of the elite class. You are not part of the Big Ten. You are not part of the ACC. You are part of the SEC. Get your stuff together. I'm done. Well, there you have it, folks. From the from the mouth of the man himself, uh, Cal- he ain't telling not one lie. Not not a not a single lie today. I mean, that was absolutely pathetic. Um, <laughs> they ran about forty nine yards in California. You know how embarrassing that that got to be. It's one thing if you lost, but you ran about forty nine yards. It, it, it was a terrible. It was a. It was a travis. Against the team who's really not known for their defense at all. So, exactly. Yeah. So, Chip Kelly's known for high-powered offense, but you should be able to run the ball against him. My gosh. So. Yeah. So what's next, Rob? I see that you're back on now. <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and preview week two. Week two. Uh well, uh, I know we're not technically finished with week one since Ole Miss is playing, but you know who cares? Yeah, Ole, Ole Miss is over now. Yeah, Ole Miss is being down in Louisville. Yeah, only twenty nine to ten, which is really surprising. That's a low scoring game for Ole Miss. Did anybody else get kicked out of the game for targeting? <laughs> uh, I saw, I saw four, the... four people so far. Oh gosh! Yeah, they need to fix that for next year because this, this ain't cutting it. This ain't cutting. These talking stuff ain't cutting it. Mm, Says sure. uh, two, two from each team, I think, according to this. Yeah. Notification I got. Gosh. Yeah, two Ole Miss defenders, one Louisville blocker, on a I think it was on a kick return or a punt return, and uh, one of the Louisville secondary guys. Some yeah, of we these had our calls are getting a little too sensitive. Yeah, we had our two best linebackers get called for it last week, and uh, one of them had to sit out the rest of the game. The other one happened in the second half. Bumper Pool, probably our best linebacker, he's got to sit out the first half against Texas this week, and that scares me, man. Like, yeah, uh, just just gotta teach the guys the rules. Yeah, you, I know. you don't know how to play. Teach them the fake rules, I guess. I get it. Uh, but, but I have a question. Do do they actually talk to the players about how to properly tackle, on like and like do they actually go through certain situations? Because I have a question. So let's let's say a lot, let's say a defender right is coming after a, a wide receiver, and his target is the wide receiver's chest area. The wide receiver ducks, and guess what? Now it's going to be helmet to helmet. Like how will they deal with that? So with that, because uh, I've been I've been watching uh, for games on on those types of calls, and oh my word. Okay, so I've been watching those types of games, and generally what happens is, or at least the most consistent uh, way I've seen it called is, if it's helmet to helmet, then you have to be dealing with a defenseless player, and a receiver who's caught it and is running the ball is not a defenseless player. During the catch, they are. So that's that's going to be a distinction there. The, the other thing that you would look at is um, the crown of the defender's helmet. 
So if I'm making a tackle, like the last Ole Miss guy to get ejected was uh, just basic tackle on the quarterback. He was scrambling out, but he came in with his head down, hit him with the crown, and uh, that's that's what got him to uh, call the um, call the targeting there. So in your scenario, it depends. If he's already made the catch and going, then look at look at the guy's crown when he hits him. If the crown is down, then it's going to be targeting. If not, it's probably not going to be targeting. And I would hope they, to, to your other question, I would hope they do teach them how to tackle. That's kind of what the coaching staff is there for, right? Right. But also, um, Tom Brady also had, had a good comment. I know I'm not supposed to be bringing up professional athletes, but um, he also uh, he had made a good comment. And he pretty much talking about how a lot of these defensive targeting rules can also affect a lot of these um, defensive Oh, a lot of these defensive, um, a lot of these defensive calls, a lot of it is based off the fact that it's the offense fault. Like for example, you, you know, a quarterback thrown in the middle of the field. He said back in the day, Ray Lewis would lay that wide receiver out. Now, now it's like now it's like now it's like the offense can make mistakes, and if the defense do something, then they get targeting called. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Right. Uh, as far as this coming week goes, though, like I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, if you had asked me last week, actually, I think we said that. I think Arkansas is going to beat Texas, but man, the way we looked in that first half, and we got our best linebacker out first half of this game, I just, I still like our chances at home. Um, with the way Texas has been in recent years, um, and I think we're on the uprise, and they've got a new coach in his second year there, so I still, I still really like our chances, but I just don't know. I'm 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 afraid to pick it later on. <laughs> so, what everybody else, man? What's up with all the smiling faces and penguins? Look at the penguins. <laughs> okay. People were listening to us and they have no idea what we're talking about. So That would be Wes that did the penguins. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh so what's what's going on this week though as far as uh this this coming week games? What are the big ones? The, the non SEC. Oh, uh, I didn't oh, not, not Ohio Ohio State and uh and Oregon they're playing this weekend. Mm. Uh Iowa Iowa State too. That's, uh, oh, Iowa State. Yeah. Those, that's the only two games with ranked teams. With, with two ranked teams. I mean, UAB's not ranked? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's going to take a little bit. We're, we're still Conference USA, man. We're, yeah. we're working our way up. Listen, three years ago, we ain't have a team. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're coming back, there's... starting with Georgia. But I'll save that for predictions later. All right, so I guess let's just go. You want to just go ahead and do picks? Cause who's, do we need to talk about the Georgia UAB game? Because there's really nothing to talk about. 
Calvin, who do y'all play? Let's see. Uh, we play Colorado. 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 And I haven't really been following Colorado, but I feel like I got a good feeling that's going to be a good shootout. Uh, I think Classic A&M, Big 12 matchup. Yeah, it's a classic Big 12 matchup. Reminds me, reminds me back like I'm in 2006. But anyway. Um, I so think here's... I, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, finish the thought. So I think it's going. It could be a, a shootout. Um, I think it's going to be a bigger test for King. Uh, he's a freshman. At all. Uh, at first, I just want to say praise the Lord that Kellerman is gone. Praise the Lord, he is gone. Yes, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus that uh, that Kellerman is gone, and the only time he'll come back is an alumni. Praise the Lord for that. Yes. But um, I think King King he's a young quarterback, and this will be another test for him. And as long as they can run the ball and play good defense and protect him. And he doesn't, you know, go crazy like Kellamon did. I think we'll be all right against Colorado. Now, as far as Bama, <laughs> Bama's like Jason Voorhees. He's like a nightmare elf. He just don't just <laughs> just keep coming back. I thought I thought we killed you. <laughs> we pop right back up for the sequel. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I mean, we can go ahead and make picks if y'all want. The thing that I with looking at them, three or four of the games did not have spreads. But if you look at which games those are, it doesn't matter because Auburn's playing Bama State. Who the heck cares? <laughs> um, and then there was no spread on the Alabama game. Of course not. That's going to be... Is there even a point in wasting time making a spread for that game? It's going to be ugly. Are they playing? Are they playing? Alabama's defense might outscore Mercy. Yeah. Mercy's Mercy's going to be saying Mercy at the end. Yeah, and then I don't remember what other games, but we got most of them here. Several to pick since we're not in conference schedule yet. Yep. Still a lot of games. Y'all want to jump into it? Sure, let's do it. All right, so no one cares about the Auburn game, so we'll just skip that. I literally wrote who cares instead of the spread because there's no spread. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's start with uh, Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Uh, is anyone shocked to hear that uh, Tennessee's an underdog? No. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, oh, wait, this is not 1988. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 1998. They don't have Peyton Manning anymore. I'm surprised it's less uh, he, than a touchdown. Yeah, it's a three and a half point favor uh, to Pitt. Pitt's a good. A Pitt's actually a pretty good team, though. So like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm picking Pitt in this game, man. For sure. Do they cover the three and a half? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I think yeah, yeah, they win by a touchdown. It's Tennessee. Yeah, Cal. I'm, I'm gonna go with. No, I forget. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Tennessee. I think they're gonna win by eight. I'm gonna go with Tennessee by eight. Okay. <laughs> Wes. Nah, I'm I'm going Pittsburgh in the points on this. I I just really I'm I'm a homer because I, I I hate Tennessee. We we talked about this. We'll probably talk about it every week I'm on. But uh, nah, I, I like JB said. I think Pittsburgh's actually a pretty decent team. Tennessee is far from a decent team. So. I think Pittsburgh's going to run all over them. Tennessee's not going to be able to stop them. Not going to be able to do anything on defense, and probably going to wind up losing by double digits. Because they low down, they dirty, <laughs> they some right. snitches. 
<laughs> but, but then that you, pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't y'all hear um, a certain someone in the tavern talk about how good Tennessee is this year? Because apparently they're good because they beat Bowling Green, you know? That, that's all you hear is talk, though. <laughs> Look, Tennessee, look, Tennessee has gone through some time. Let the fans have any fun for a couple of days. Well, here, here, here's the thing. No, 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 no. I'm fine with that. You can have all the fun you want. People, the, the, the comment always comes back, what, am I not allowed to celebrate? No, celebrate all you want. I don't care. But when you come and talk and smack to fans of the top teams just because you won a championship in 98 and haven't won a eight games since. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't really talk to you. Know, no. Can't, you can't talk to the big dogs. Here, here's, talk- the thing, here's the thing that's funny to me. Yes, I realize, and Bama fans, Florida fans, all, I don't care. They all talk about how Georgia hasn't won since 1980. Cool. Alabama's won several. I don't care. You can say that. All Florida, blah, blah. Tennessee has not won one since 98. The play, current players were not alive when they won one. Yes, I realize that's still more recent than 80, but the fact that you're talking smack and you haven't been relevant since then. Hey, to be fair, though, uh, there's probably some players on Georgia's team who have parents who weren't alive when they won their last one. So I know, <laughs> but still, my, my point being is I'm right that there with you, though, bro. I'm right we've there. at least been relevant. <laughs> we've been a good <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just... So that's always funny to me, and that's the, the only thing they have. Alabama fans can say, oh, we beat you multiple times. Mm-hmm. Florida fans can say, we destroyed you in the 90s, you know, and <laughs> like, okay, we caught up on the all-time record here um, as far as the all-time matchup. <laughs> but, no, you got nothing you're saying on. Shut up. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to take Pitt with the points um, because – I picked Tennessee to finish seventh in the East. I now think they'll probably finish sixth because Vanderbilt is just even worse than Tennessee. But uh, for the record, ETSU may be the best in the state of Tennessee. (laughs) It's definitely not Tennessee or Vanderbilt. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. South Carolina and uh, Eastern Carolina. That's actually, I think that's actually going to be a pretty good matchup. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that actually is intriguing to me. Um, so, e- ECU is favored by two points. Mm-hmm. Calvin, what you got for this one? I don't know much about uh, South Carolina this year, so I'm just going to go with East Tennessee State. I mean, East, East Carolina. <laughs> East Carolina, my buddy. Six of one. Six of one, half dozen the other. That's right. Yeah. E- ECU beat App State last week. <laughs> like, they're, they're a pretty good team. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how App State has been since their coach left and went to, did he go to Missouri? Is that? Um, App State beat East Carolina. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. App State beat us. You had that backwards. I did have that bass backwards. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but East Carolina has been good though. So 
and South Carolina, they're on a new coach too, even though can't be any worse than uh, Huckleberry. Um, say when. Huh? I say said when. say when. <laughs> I can't even think of his name now. Mus- Muskrat. Uh, no, Huckleberry is uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Pruitt, actually. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only one you, I should call Huckleberry. But anyway. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll, I'll be your Huckleberry. Um, oh I'm going to go with East Carolina, though, because I just think that um, they're – the better team right now. South Carolina might get better. Who yeah. knows? Um, so, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with ECU and yeah, they'll cover the two points. Cause if they win, um, yeah, I guess you could win by one, but still, yeah, I'll take them. Uh, Wes, Wes. who you got? Yeah. Rusky? I, you know, East Carolina has been good enough to, to play the spoiler in recent years. The problem is South Carolina doesn't have anything to spoil. So, <laughs> <laughs> and another thing that gets me is, you know, just looking at uh, the, the the power index, uh, South Carolina's got like a 71% chance to win, uh, according to these little simulation things. And yet East Carolina is still a two-point favorite. That is an interesting divergence of the statistics as far as I'm concerned. So give me, give me the SEC to go on the road. And after, you know, last week, um, not really having the best showing in some of the non-conference games. Let's get somebody down the ticket a little bit to uh, bring a win home. So South Carolina wins it by maybe a touchdown. Well, the spread is is set by Vegas based on what what people are betting on. Um, so, I, oh, I know, but generally you've got some some conversion, some kind of similarity. Yeah, I get that with them yeah. being with them being favored, and then. They're a thirty percent chance to win based on ESPN's you know statistics or whatever. So yeah, that's 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 interesting. Rob, who you got? Uh, I will take. I, I think I'm gonna pick South Carolina outright on this one. Um, I mean, I, I think this game is a toss-up, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I said I said last week I believe in Jane Beamer. Um, Will I think Beamer. he's a good coach. <laughs> Did you say Jane Beamer? I said Shane. Okay, just making sure. Your audio is a little iffy. <laughs> <laughs> Where is East Carolina? That's not the only thing that's iffy, but anyway. We'll leave it at that. Uh, what is I think it? he's what? actually in North Carolina. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure. I think I think you're out here. I don't know. I think it's in one of the Carolinas, and it's on the east side of it. Just saying. Um, next Thanks game. for that helpful tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, um, who we got next? Florida versus South Florida? That is correct. That is the next one. I'm Florida is just staying in their home state as long as they can, aren't they? Can you blame them? Yeah, and, and not playing UCF. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Dude, seriously, their first three... No, wait, never mind. South Florida. Oh, then they got Bama. I get it. They need some tuna. They're definitely not, they're definitely not staying in their... Wait, is, it, is that game in... It's in, uh, It's at home. Is that Gainesville? Yeah, their first, so their first... Still gonna get beat, but... Their first four games are in the state of Florida. So. Uh, let's do Florida, South Florida. It's a 29-point spread for Florida. 
JV? Uh, that's a big spread. Uh, but since Charlie Strong is no longer at South Florida, uh, I'm going to say that they cover. Last week, they did not look very well. But I think, uh, I think, well, it's, the problem is it's in South Florida, but still, I don't, I think they're going to cover. I mean, South Florida's not that good. So, give me Florida, give me the points. But yeah, South Florida just got beat by NC State 45 to nothing. So, yeah, I'm taking the points on Florida. <laughs> All right, born. <laughs> I'm tempted to, to do that just based off of last week's score, but I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I think after after the games this weekend, I think Florida is the team that even though a lot of people are high on them, I've actually gotten less confident in them after this past week. So I, I think they win, but I'm going to say it's going to be just under the spread. I, I give them four touchdowns. Don't Florida yeah. – don't, don't they got like a little QB controversy? Yeah, if you ask Dan Mullen, they have no controversy. But, you know, because they literally did ask him that. He said, no, there's no controversy. We just have two guys. He's the only guy, only coach that refers to having two guys as a good thing. <laughs> I've never heard any other coach refer to that as a positive thing. I think it was. That, all that means, I love it what. My favorite is what Brandon Adams from Dog Nation says. If you've got two guys, you don't have one guy. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you can't decide between the two, that means that you don't have a defined guy. You don't know who your guy is. Now, that is, of course, unless you have Tua and Jalen. Yeah. <laughs> there are exceptions, yes. But well, just a few. Just or, or Tua but, and but, Max. But here's the thing. They, Alabama always had a defined starter. There was no question but they had a backup that could be just as good. That's different. That's a huge difference. With Florida, they don't know what they're doing. They're trying to figure it out as the season's starting. And that and that does nothing for a kid's confidence either. When like no. giving the ball, let him let him do it. And if he, if it doesn't work out, then we'll put the other guy in. But you got to decide. Like pick somebody. Like yeah, yeah. And I'll speak further on in a minute. But Calvin. But I, but, but, uh, I think Florida wins this week, but they got to figure that quarterback situation out, out because you can't have a platoon. Uh, I know they try to do it like uh, like years ago with Chris Leak and Tim Tebow, but you know you gonna have to find that guy and be like, okay, this is the guy, this is the quarterback. But I think they win this week. Uh, Tanner will over over will overcome. They win by at least twenty. Yeah, I I, I really like Wes's prediction. Um, I, I think with that uncertainty, I don't think they're going to blow anybody out right now. I do think Anthony Richardson will uh, be their inevitable starter at some point. But for now, Dan Mullen's being Dan Mullen and thinking that he's still got his Emory Jones. Look, I, I'm, I'm not going to mince words. I've not hidden my opinion on Dan Mullen. I think he's one of the most overrated coaches in the entire country. Um, and that's not just because I despise Florida, but yeah, I'll, I'll take the four touchdowns. With, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Wes. Um, all right, let's Smart move news. on. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's move on to A&M and Colorado. 
A&M is favored by 17. Uh, Kevin, we'll let you start on that one. Colorado must now be a good team. My goodness, 17 points. Woo. Oh, I think I, I think A&M wins by 10. Um, I think it could be a nice little shootout. But I think A&M wins by 10. Um, as long as they can run the ball, control control the clock, and as long as King not make mistakes, they'll be good. But I think they win by 10. Yeah, hey. I, I, um, I don't know, man, because it is in Colorado, and it's probably going to be cold, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's probably hot everywhere right now. Um, let's see. What did they do last week? Mm. Nothing. They beat North Colorado. <laughs> Whoever that is. Uh, I guess that's uh, south. Uh, what's north of Colorado? Utah? No. Idaho. No. South Idaho. Montana. Montana. <laughs> well, yeah, Idaho's right there. Montana's right there. All right. I'm visualizing my head right now. Okay. Uh, yep. So, yeah, I'm going to say Texas A&M wins on the road. Um, Gosh, I'm going to say they don't cover, though. Um, I think Colorado's decent enough to kind of play with them. So, yeah, I'll I'll say Texas A&M wins by a couple touchdowns. Wrestling. Yeah, looking at um, not just the score from last week's Colorado game, but the way they won, uh, the score at the end of the first quarter was 0-0. And Colorado can't get out to a slow start against A&M. A&M's going to run all over them. Uh, And I think A&M probably gets up to a 14-0 lead in the first quarter and just paces them and towards the end of the game uh, winds up covering that spread. What is it, 17 you said? Yeah. Mm Yeah. Uh, I, I think probably equals the, the seven. I, I think 17 is right on the money. So you're you're going with uh, Colorado uh, uh, A&M. A&M and the points. But you're saying they'll, they'll cover it exactly. They'll yeah. be even. Okay. Um, I'll take A&M to actually cover the spread. Um, I think I think they'll win by more than 17. Um I think they're just good enough. I think A&M's defense is is good, and they, while they're still trying to figure out quarterback consistency, I think I think they'll do just fine. Um, let's see. let's do <laughs> NC State and Mississippi State. Ooh. Mississippi State is a two point five, two and a half point underdog. JB? Um, Mississippi State's a two and a half point underdog? Yes. Well, they are playing NC State. Yeah, I'm I, I'm, I'm picking NC State. Uh, yeah, I just, I have no faith whatsoever in the Bulldogs. I just, I, I can't, I can't pick them. And NC State's not a bad team. Um, they just, did I just say they beat somebody last week? Yeah, 45 nothing against South Florida. Yeah, I'm going to see State. Next, Calvin. I'm going to NC State too. Um, problem with Mississippi State is that I don't think they, I don't think they can run the ball. Mike Beach don't want to run the ball, so I got NC State with by at least five. 
That's they right. don't like to run the ball, but their uh, their running back got seventy one yards and two touchdowns last week. So, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, they're not the best running team, but Mike Leach runs that air raid. So, I mean, he's he's lobbing it up all the time. And um, I think last year, after that big season opening win against LSU, Mississippi State just kind of fell off the rails. Um, I don't think that happens this time. I think they're going to pull the upset. Uh, give me Mississippi State outright. JV. All right, anyway, uh, Rob, who you got? <laughs> JV's over there doing the John Cena. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I will take. I'll take NC State in the points. I mean, that's a low spread. But I don't – I just – Mississippi State is not good. <laughs> that, that's really all I have to say for, about that. Um, there's not really much else to say. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. All right. What's next? Who's got – who else? Missouri, Kentucky. Ooh, a little SEC action. Yes, all sir. right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, we're not to that game yet. Oh, um, no, not yet, not yet. Battle of undefeateds. Kentucky is a five-point <laughs> favorite. What a weird spread. They're going to win by a field goal and a safety. Calvin. I got Kentucky. I think Kentucky's rolling, uh, and their quarterback had an awesome game last week. I think they're going to continue going. And I think Kentucky could be that surprise team this year. I think uh, – I'm not saying that they'll be Florida. I'm not saying they'll be Georgia. But they could be that surprise team that could win your nine, ten games this year. Might go to the National Bowl game, maybe a Piggly Wiggly Bowl, you know. All that matters okay. is they are going to beat Tennessee. That's all that matters. Oh, okay. That's right. But I got um, Kentucky winning by, I say they win by 10. 10. All right. A 10. Yeah, 10. I'm, uh, <laughs> I like that pick. I'll, I'll match that, I think. I've, I've um, spoken highly on Kentucky. I picked them to finish second in the East. Um, I like that. Kentucky by 10. Good pick, Calvin. Great pick. Wes? Mm-hmm. I, I concur. No, I, I like it. I, I, like uh, Calvin said, I think they, their quarterback played lights out. Uh, they had over 400 yards passing first week of the season. They, they're off to a hot start, and I think it continues at home. Kentucky in the points. I'm right there with all y'all. We're going to have a uh, four-person uh, four consensus here. Kentucky wins it. Uh, they take the five points. and I mean, Missouri's not bad. But I think I think Kentucky's got something to prove this year, um, I, and I really really like Mike Stoops. So, uh, who's next? All right, let's go to Vandy and Colorado State. Woo-hoo. Colorado State is a seven point favorite. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and um, give my two cents and say that that's a too low of a spread. <laughs> I think Colorado State easily covers that spread. Uh, this is just 
Colorado State is a better team than ETSU. Just saying. <laughs> we seriously need to have a conversation about if Advantage should still be in the SEC because this is a travesty. For baseball, for baseball, for baseball, and for baseball and them? GPAs and test scores. That's the only reason. That's the only reason we have them. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll keep them there. Here's here's what we do. We do like Notre Dame does. We keep them in the SEC only for baseball, for baseball like they do for basketball and academics. SEC. Yeah. So we just keep them in for baseball and nothing else. Yeah. And then they raise the GPA of the entire conference and then go play in the independent the rest of the games, the rest of the uh, sports. That's fine. Let them... I have to agree with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. That way they still raise the GPA, but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, are any of us yeah. picking Vandy in this game? No. James not. Franklin would have to leave at halftime of the Ball State game and fly down to Vanderbilt <laughs> to give them half a shot in this game. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Let's go to UAB versus UGA. Come UGA, on, bring it. UGA is favored by 65 points. Holy mackerel. No, they're not. 26. 26. 26. I just wanted to see, I wanted to see who, how y'all reacted. Uh, 26 points. Wes? Man, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, call me a homer, don't care, go Blazers. I think, um, uh, honestly, I just want to see a good game. Uh, I want to see USB come out and play hard. Um and because I'm a homer, I'm going to say they, wow. they pull the upset. Wow. Um, I think it was about five, six years ago. Uh, but before the team folded for a couple of years, they went up to Tennessee and took them to overtime. And what I'm hearing out of uh, Athens now with uh, some COVID. Got it, but we've. we've... Ruh, ruh. I think we lost him. So anyway, yeah, he's picking UAB. Uh, I'm going to say, I will say that uh, Georgia wins, but I'm going to say they don't cover. Um, I think they, the 26 points, I think they they might come close to that, but I'm going to say they don't cover ultimately. Calvin, what about? For the record, I think Wes picked Georgia to win, just not to cover. I'd be really surprised if he picked UAB to win the game. I think he did. He said, "He said, call me a homer, but I'm going with uh, go Blazers." I think. I think uh, maybe okay. He may come back on here and, and prove me wrong, but I. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Calvin, who you got? I got um, Georgia. Do they cover? They win by. I think twenty. So they do. Uh, well, that that would not be covering. But um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I think Georgia's gonna be out to prove that they do have an offense. I think this game is gonna be very ugly for UAV. I think they easily cover the 26 points. Um. Because we've got, we're not going to show everything I guarantee that our offense has for play calling, 
so it may not be as bad as it could be, but I think we'll run for a lot, um, and I think we'll get uh, probably at least 250 yards passing, um, and we'll see the at least Carson back, if not Stetson Bennett coming in at third string. Like, I, I honestly don't think this game's going to be close. No disrespect at all to UAB. Um, I have respect for UAB. I just think they're in the line of fire right now <laughs> with UGA out to prove a lot, um, especially with everybody saying this is a, a make-or-break season for Georgia. I don't necessarily believe that 100%, but I do believe they're out to prove a lot. So I, I don't think this game's going to be close. Um Wes, yo. What was your official pick? Yeah, no. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened with my signal. What's the last thing you heard me say? I think Something I think you picked you, baby. Oh, I did. Okay. I did. Okay, I just wanted that on the record that you picked UG, uh, UAB to beat UGA. Okay. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Cool. Your I as uh, Ashley used to say, I respect your right to be wrong. Um, but all right, let's move on. And finally, we have the game that is going to make JB either really happy or really mad. Texas and Arkansas. Texas is favored by six and a half points. Wes, I'll start with you. Ooh. Well, I uh, I wasn't sold on Arkansas. I, I really, I really am going to root for Arkansas, but. I think I've got to go with Texas to win the game. And I, I think so. I just, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's like I, I like Sark as a coach. I think he's doing okay there. Um, he didn't wow me last week. Texas didn't do anything that really jumped out uh, off the page. But I wasn't wasn't sold on Arkansas. And I think with, uh, with the talent gap still there, I think that's going to come into play. Um, and with a six-and-a-half point spread, Give me Texas, but give me give me less than the spread. Bozinga. <laughs> all right, all right, I, all right. So I think this is going to be the game of the week for the SEC. Both teams, <clears throat> they need this win for signature wins. I'm going with Arkansas. I think that crowd, I think it's going to be a Saturday night. Is you know people gonna be start they gonna be drinking? Is that that liquor energy gonna gonna fill the stadium? And I think Arkansas is gonna use that synergy, that energy, and pull through with a big victory against Texas. I think I, I'm going with Arkansas. I think it'll be a close game. I think Arkansas win by three. All right, Davey, before you go, I'll let you go last since this is your game. Um, I, I will kind of go with Wes's sentiments. I really want Arkansas to win this game. Um, one, because I absolutely love Sam Pittman. Um, two, because I hate Texas. Um, Are they low three, down? Three, because horns, horns down. Um, four, because, again, I don't like Texas, especially since the uh, Sugar Bowl and their fans were a bunch of I'm not going to say the word. Um, so mean people. I really, I really hope I'm wrong. But after week one, 
I've got to pick Texas. As much as I hate those words coming out of my mouth. I hate it, but I'm going to pick them. All right, JB, unload. Calvin, I'm going to quote my boy Denzel Washington and say, my man. <laughs> there it is, right there. <laughs> Uh, but for real though, (laughs) this is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship. All right. Anyway, anyway, um, so listen, guys, McConaughey is probably going to be there, um, sitting there in his orange and, and stupid looking uterus on his shirt. Um. Yes, that's what it looks like. But yeah. Um. So yeah, he's probably gonna be there, and all those other big time alumni are gonna be there, and coming down to Fayetteville or coming up to Fayetteville, you know, to try to have a good time. And I think they're gonna go home sad. I really do. Uh, I, th- I think they're gonna. They're not even gonna go out on Dixon Street after. I think they're just gonna drive home. And just and sitting their sitting their thoughts and fondle each other um, and wow yeah so fondle their hair okay fondle their hair let's just let's just be nice um, <laughs> get your head out of the gutter um, yeah I just I'm I'm still gonna go with them just because it's my it's my team and I I just. I can't not pick them, especially in this game. Like it, it, it's it's a huge historical game for us and classic uh, Southwest Conference rivalry. And they have been a thorn in my side. And we've actually beat them more times than we've lost in my lifetime, which is a good thing for me. Um, although the the lifetime thing has not, or the career wins is not there. But you know, whatever. I don't. I don't I ain't gonna fuss about the past. I'm not a Tennessee fan, uh, so yeah, I'm going with the with the Razorbacks. I say, I say we win. I say we, I, th- I say it's pretty close though, um, but I like our chances at home. I think we got it together last week, and I, I don't think we're gonna see a rocky start like we had last week. So yeah, I'm going with my boys. Horns down forever. that was but uh well that sound was <laughs> but uh, i think that that finishes our picks yep that's awesome. right and as always calvin i'm so happy that you joined us today i'm glad to be here i'm glad to be here. we gotta do this again my brother gotta do this again always a pleasure always a pleasure when you get going man you sound like a baptist preacher when you get going I'm telling y'all today, man, the bill will not have to kill me. I'll stop. I don't want to offend you. <laughs> it's all good. We're all we're all Baptists around here, so we get it. Uh, so yeah, I enjoyed it. We got to we'll do it again. And uh, just remember, brothers, to let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And we'll see you in the tavern.